Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Genesis chapter 41. And as you do, say this with me today. I receive the Word of God, the prophet me, and reproof me, convict me, and instruct me to righteousness that I may become perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You just quoted 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Now, this one scripture uh, is probably something that most people wouldn't develop a message around or wouldn't develop maybe a series around, but I have a feeling and a sensing and a knowing in my spirit that we're going to be talking about the cause of God. And so today's message would be just because. So tell your neighbor, just because. Just because. You know, I remember sometimes when I was a, a little boy, I'd ask mom, why are we doing this? She said, just because. You know, and it's like, well, what does that mean? Well, basically for me, it meant I didn't have a voice or I didn't have a say in it. It's what mom determined that we were going to do. But it says here in Genesis chapter 41, verse 26, and the name of the second he called Ephraim. This is Joseph talking about his second son here. For God has caused, say cause, caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. But this is what Joseph was saying about Ephraim. He said, I'm going to name you Ephraim because the cause of God, God caused me to be doubled, more fruitful, twice as much because of what I went through. So if you know the life of, of Joseph, he was, you know, Jacob's son through um, Rachel and uh, just really loved her and uh, loved her more. And she was having a hard time getting pregnant. And finally, when she did, he had Joseph and then Benjamin later on. <coughs> and it was uh, the, uh, the uh, son of a love at first sight. And when Joseph came into the scene and the other sons grew up, they were all shepherds. And Joseph began to have these dreams that, you know, someday, you know, I had this dream that your sheaves bowed down to mine, uh, that these stars bowed down to me, including my father. And everybody's like, you know, look, all you do is dream. And as a result of being one of his father's favorite, his father made him a coat of many colors. And he wore it around very proudly. Look what dad did for me. And jealousy set in. And as a result of jealousy setting in one day, he went to check on his brothers. And he gave an evil report about his brothers. Now here, here's part of the problem a lot of people don't understand. When it says he gave an evil report, doesn't mean that he lied. It means that he kind of gave a report that gave a bad slant on what was really going on. That's an evil report. And so he gave an evil report about his brothers from time to time. You know, he was trying to get back at them. He's trying to stay in good standing with his father. He's a kid. You know, a lot of kids, you know, they feel you know, the pressure of being accepted. So sometimes they feel like they need to give an evil report in order for them to look good. People fall into that particular trap. But nevertheless, as a result of what he was doing as a young man, his brothers became very jealous of him. When they saw him one day, they said, let's just... Let's just kill this guy. Let's just get rid of him. So they threw him in a pit. And so when he was in a pit, he was pleading for his life, you know, just please don't leave me here. Please don't leave me here. 
And Reuben was going to go save him, but the Ishmaelites came through, and uh, they sold him to the Ishmaelites. And as a result, he now was enslaved and taken to Egypt and sold to Potiphar. And what a lot of people don't know about Potiphar was Potiphar was the keeper of the jail. Most people don't know that. And so, but he was given, uh, uh, sold to Potiphar, and he became uh, Potiphar's number one man because of the favor of God on his life again. And so, as he continued to work for Potiphar, Mrs. Potiphar had different intentions for him. But Joseph was wholly following the Lord because he had a purpose. You know, and when you, you know, begin to seek after God's purpose and seek after God and pursue God, you'll discover your destiny. And a lot of times we don't always understand what our destiny is going to end up being until we take a step of faith. And sometimes when we take a step of faith, we have to endure certain things. And so Joseph had to endure being sold by his brothers. Joseph had to endure being falsely accused by Mrs. Potiphar and put back in jail. And again, a lot of people don't realize this, but the person who was keeping the jail was Potiphar. He was the keeper of the jail. And so anyway, as a result, again, the favor of God on his life, you know, Joseph began to, you know, excel. He was the keeper of the jail. He did all the work that the the jailkeeper did. The jailkeeper trusted him uh, uh, immensely, didn't have any uh, reason not to trust him. And one day he walked in and the baker and the butler were both kind of sad. They had a dream. He goes, what's going on? We both had this dream, and bottom line is that, you know, uh, the butler got restored and the banker uh, lost his life. And one day, whenever the uh, king of Egypt had a dream, he was trying to figure out what was going on. The pharaoh was trying to figure out what was going on and, you know, what's, what's up with his dream and all the people that he sought, all the religious people of his land, of his time, all the wise people of his time couldn't understand what was going on. And finally, the butler uh, spoke up and said, well, there's a man in prison, the king's prison, that uh, he interprets dreams. And so they brought Joseph in, and Joseph interpreted the dream. And as a result, again, of the favor of God upon his life, you know, the Pharaoh said, hey, I'm going to put you in charge of everything. In fact, Joseph said this later on in his life. He said, actually, I've been a father to the Pharaoh. I'm the one who's really been mentoring the Pharaoh. And so God turned, you know, Joseph's life around. But going through the process, Joseph had no idea what God was doing until maybe in the middle of the process. And this is what happens so many times that we go through the process of discovering God's destiny. We need to know that God has a cause or he has a purpose for what we're going through. And because of the, you know, sharp knife of adversity, God began to prune Joseph and begin to develop Joseph so that he could have the double. What was the double? The double was Ephraim and Manasseh. Two tribes came out of Joseph. And a lot of people don't realize that, but two tribes came out of Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh. And so as a result of that, he said, when Ephraim was born, I am being doubly fruitful in my life. Look what God has done for me. You know, we would say it like this in the New Testament. We would quote a New Testament scripture saying, you know what the enemy meant for harm, God meant for good. Or all things work together for the good of them that are called according to his purpose in our life or his cause for our life. Just because or just because. Now, the word because, I did a study on this word because. How many of you are so enthralled with the word because? You think, what does it really mean? Most of us don't even think about it. But the word because means because of 
or as a result of, or in place of. And really, when you begin to really get into it, you're going to find out it's because there's a purpose behind what I'm doing. There's a reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. There's a really a good purpose behind what I'm doing. Because I'm doing this because I have other things to do. You know, if somebody was in line, you know, and if you worked in a place where, you know, your, your copier machine was, you know, in great demand and you're in line, you know, and uh, the secretary of the CEO came and said, hey, I need to make five copies for uh, the CEO. Can I step in front of you because I have a purpose? My purpose is to take care of the CEO who, by the way, signed your paycheck. Most of would say, go ahead. If that's your purpose, let us not stop what you got to do for the CEO, the man who, or the woman who signs my paycheck. So you see, there's a purpose behind that word because, just because. And you know, really, when we begin to look at that word, the word be, when God said light be, it meant light keep on being, you know. And so what God really wants to understand about this word because, because God has a purpose for you that we want to continue to go on and on and on in our life. You know, God doesn't have a cause for you to do just one thing. Hello, somebody. God has a purpose for your life. And when you pursue God, you're going to discover your destiny. And when you pursue God, you're going to discover your cause or your purpose in this life. And this is what God's trying to get across to us through the life of Joseph. Joseph said this, And the name of the second called Ephraim... For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. In other words, this was God's cause. What a lot of people don't understand this, it was more than just the cause of God was more than just having uh, Manasseh and Ephraim. But the purpose of Joseph going through what he went through was, number one, to, pursue, to, to preserve the Jewish nation. So God gave you know, Joseph, a double portion for what he went through. How many of you know that God uh, gave Job twice as much after he prayed for his friend? Job chapter 42, verse 10. How many of you know that God wants to give you twice as much for your shame? Amen. You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 16 through 18 says, So we're not giving up. How could we? We even on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us, on the inside, where God is making a new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here, for, here than me see I. The things we see now here today are gone tomorrow, but the things we can't see now will last forever. What is Paul saying to the church of Corinth right now? He's saying, listen, we've gone through some hard things, but I want to let you know, regardless of what we went through, it's temporary because God has a cause or a purpose for our life. It's going to get better. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, knowing this, count it all joy, knowing, count it all joy, knowing, count it all joy, knowing, count it all joy, knowing you have a cause, knowing you have a purpose. Yeah, you may not be going through something, but there's a reason why you're going through something because God's trying to get you from here to there so he can fulfill his plans and purpose in your life. And it might not only just bless you, but it might bless other people. Amen. Knowing that the trying of your faith produces patience, let patience have its perfect work, you being entire, wanting nothing. 
In other words, God's trying to get us to the point that we totally, wholly follow Him and completely trust Him no matter what's going on. That's where God wants us to be. And this is what God did for Joseph. He caused him to be fruitful. He caused him to see, hey, Joseph, there's a greater thing for your life besides just a dream that I gave you. I have a reason, I have a purpose that you went through what you went through, and that is to be second in charge. Actually, if he was really the father of Pharaoh, he was really in charge of all of Egypt, wasn't he? To put you in charge, but not only put you in charge, but also to preserve the Jewish people. So God gave him a double portion for his, for his shame. One of the things that we have to understand that, you know, whenever we go through things, we go through challenging things. And I really appreciate what Brenda said about the food bank and how they discreetly try to help people because it's shameful for some people to ask for help. It's shameful for some people, especially the high school kids. You know, I, I just can't imagine. I know I'm getting off my message here for a moment, but I just can't imagine you know, coming home from school when I was a kid in high school, I mean, I'd eat two or three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches before we even had dinner. I can't imagine being hungry, you know, and yet, you know, not feeling like I could ask anybody for anything because of the accusations and, and the shame that comes from other people. Well, this is what God says about shame in, in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 7. Because of the double dose of trouble, and more than your share of contempt, your inheritance in the land will be doubled and your joy will go on forever. God plans on giving you twice as much as whatever you lost. You know, the Word of God says that don't repay evil for evil. Repay evil with good, for I will repay all, says the Lord. And this is something that we have to understand. When we fully and wholly follow God, we know that God somehow is going to make a way for us because he has a purpose for our lives. He has a cause. He has an intention just because. You know, I think we ought to just go to God and say, God, are you like my mom? Just because? You have a reason. You have a purpose that I'm not aware of that I can't understand at this particular time. When I was a little boy, and mom would say, just because, it was the real reason was because I couldn't comprehend what her motives were. I couldn't understand why we were doing what we were doing. But she could. I wasn't there yet. How many of you know that maybe God is smarter than you? And he's trying to get you somewhere that you can't comprehend right now. And he knows that you can't understand it if he tried to explain it to you anyway. Somebody say, just because. You know, God has a cause for your life. He has a purpose for your life. He wants to fulfill this plan that he has for you. You know, I think about Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 19, I believe it is. It says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They're good thoughts, not bad thoughts. Thoughts of good, not of evil. To fulfill my plans and purposes. And I just misquoted that one too. I think it's Jeremiah 29. But anyway, nevertheless, we'll get there one of these days. But anyway... But, you know, God has good thoughts towards you. He has a good plan for you. He thinks good thoughts for you. He has a purpose for your life. You know, and sometimes when, when we go through certain things to get there, we wonder, why am I going through there? Because there's a cause and there's a purpose. And, you know, if we continue to pursue God, we'll discover our destiny. And that's what God wants us more than anything else. He wants us to continue to seek him no matter what. And that's what Joseph did. Well, we see another thing. One of the causes that came out of this situation was good came out of evil, didn't it? 
Good came out of evil. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, We know all things work together for the good of them that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And purpose and cause, they parallel each other. God's cause, God's purpose. God's purpose, God's cause. They're basically the same thing. So we know all things will work together. So if you're going through something, don't get stuck there. Don't get sad there. Don't get mad there. But get glad there because God's got a reason why he's bringing you through. Amen? Someone said, you know, man, I just feel like I've just been through H-E double sticks. You know, well, praise God you got through it. Didn't stay there. Amen? <laughs> you, know, you know, you might have gone through something, but we always have to, sometimes you have to go through something to get somewhere else. I'll never forget the time that it was Christmas and we were going to go see my parents and uh, the weather here in Columbia was fine, and, and, uh, but my mom called me and, and uh, said, you know, hey, we're canceling Christmas because, you know, a blizzard had hit that part of Missouri. It was only an hour away from here there in the Mocaine area on the other side uh, east of Jefferson City. And so anyway, we were driving. We were saying, hey, it's not, it's not a big deal, but boy, by the time we got to Tebbets, I'm telling you, it was blizzard. I mean, it was bad, you know. And so we talked about it. I said, no, I'm just going to go ahead and just endure and go ahead and, 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 and get through this, you know. And so I did, you know, and I'm so glad I did. And I don't want anybody to feel sad for me, but it was the last time I got to see my father alive. You know, I went ahead. I had a cause. I had a purpose. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I had to go through something to get something. You know, sometimes we have to go through something to get something, and that is to fulfill the cause. You know, when you're going through something, hang on to the cause. Hang on to the purpose. And you may not know what that cause is, but just know just because. Amen? God has a plan for your life. God knows what he's doing. He knows how to get you where he needs you to get to. Don't give up and don't quit because you have a cause. All, all good, good does come out of evil. The expanded Bible says it like this. We know that in everything God works or God works everything together, or everything works together for the good of those who love him. They are the people he called because that was his plan according to his purpose. So we know all things work together. All things work together just because. Tell your neighbor, just because. All things work together. Well, what was the other cause that God, that we see in Joseph's life? Well, he fulfilled prophecy. He fulfilled prophecy. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 13, God said this to Abraham. He said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them for 400 years. So this was the beginning of fulfilling prophecy. If Joseph had not gone through the betrayal of his brothers, had not been thrown into a pit, had not been sold as a slave, had not been put in prison, if he had not gone through all those things, he may not have been there to preserve the Jewish nation called Israel. What if he would given up on his cause and say, man, if this is what God has for my life, I'm just quitting. Man, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to... You know, I'm not going to trust God anymore. Dreams? No, I'm not going to tell anybody my dreams anymore. Absolutely not. I'm not going to tell anybody I have the gift of dreams anymore. I'm not going to use my gifting anymore. I mean, after all, these guys were in jail. They, had, they, they were thrown in jail rightfully, the butler and the baker. I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm still here. What if he had a bad attitude about it? But he didn't. Why? Because he knew there was a cause that God had for his life. 
You know, we need to keep our attitudes right, even though we might go through difficult times because we have a cause and we have a purpose. And because of the, what Joseph went through, he fulfilled prophecy. He was able to keep the plan of God. Exodus chapter 12, verse 41 says, And it came to pass at the end of 430 years, on the very same day it came to pass that all the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. Now, I love this scripture for another reason. There's another cause in that scripture right there. And I want you to look at it one more time with me. It says this, And it came to pass at the end of 430 years, on the very same day, it came to pass that all the armies of the Lord. What was God doing with Israel at that particular time? What were they? Slaves. What were they? Oppressed. What was God doing? For his calls, he was calling things to be not as though they are. What did he call them? The armies of the Lord. Did they look like armies? Are you kidding me? Bunch of complainers, bunch of wimps, you know. What are we going to do, Moses? Oh, my God, Moses, you brought us out here to kill us, didn't you? We could have just died in Egypt. We could have just been happy eating leeches. Now, leeches weren't the bugs. Leeches were the vegetables. But anyway, nevertheless. But, uh, you know, they were saying, you know, we, 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 you know, what about this? And so God, you know, opens up the Red Sea, and they walk through the Red Sea, you know, and, 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 and parts the water, and they walk on dry land, and they get on the outside. Glory to God, about three days later, well, we're going to die. We don't have any water. We don't have anything to eat. We don't have this. We don't have that. And then when it was time to go into the promised land, they said, man, there's giants in the lands. What did God call them? The armies of the Lord. Amen. You know why? Because he had a cause. What's he calling you? He's calling you an overcomer. More than a conqueror. He's calling you a champion. He's calling you prosperous. He's calling you healed. He's calling you whatever adversity you're walking through, God's calling you just the opposite of that. In fact, God has a double for your shame. God wants to multiply anything that you may have lost or the enemy has taken away from you. So we see that Joseph's cause was to um, fulfill prophecy, and I said it a little earlier, and also to preserve the Jewish nation. Did you know this, that through my studies I found out that um, Joshua was a descendant of Ephraim? So what if Joseph would have given up? then there wouldn't have been a Joshua who would have been born. And if Joshua hadn't been born, maybe there wouldn't have been somebody who said, yeah, we can go into the promised land. Or there maybe wouldn't have been somebody that God could have raised up to take him into the promised land 40 years later. See, God's got a plan for your life. He has a cause. Somebody say, just because. You know, that cause is going and going and going and going. That's what the word be means. Now, when God said light be, light was, that means it just keeps on being. He made you a living being. That means a continuation. The cause of God is continuing. So don't give up on the cause. Somebody say just because. Don't give up on the cause that God has for your life. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, God still has a cause for your life. He still has a plan for your life. He still has a purpose for your life. And he wants you to fulfill that cause in your life. So I really believe this is the beginning of a series that God's put in my heart just to encourage us to fulfill that cause that God has for us. You know, we have a model out there. It's in, it's in our foyer. It says, pursue God, discover destiny. And I believe with my whole heart, as you pursue God, you're going to discover your destiny in a greater way. But I also believe that when you pursue your cause and your purpose, 
that you will see more of you fulfilling your destiny in your life. God has a cause for your life. He has a purpose for your life, something that he really wants you to do. Now, I, I, I have a hard time sometimes wondering how all this works, but I was listening to Happy Caldwell, you know, at the minister's conference, and uh, we were listening to the recording, and he said that when he got to Little Rock, Arkansas, God spoke to him and said, you weren't my first choice to be, come here to Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, and Happy thought that, well, that was kind of a discouraging thought. He said, well, Lord, if you don't mind me asking, what number am I? He said, you're number seven. <laughs> you know, if you won't fulfill the cause, God will raise somebody else up to do it. Amen. And, you know, the sad thing about it is you're going to miss out on what God has for you. But God blessed Happy with all that he had for the first six. Come on, somebody. Think about it. God has a cause for you. He has a purpose for you. And if you won't fulfill it, you know, he doesn't fall off his throne and say, what am I going to do now? He'll just raise somebody else up who will do it. But you'll miss out on the blessing that he has on not fulfilling that cause. Somebody say, just because. God has a cause for your life. And so the, the, one of the causes of, of Joseph's life was he preserved the nation of Israel. For this reason, I came into the world. That's what Esther said whenever, you know, her, her the Jewish nation was under threat by, um, you know, the, um, oh, why am I losing my train of thought? Lord, help me. I know. I agree with you. My wife says you're doing that because the presence of God's here, and I know that. Anyway, Babylonian Empire. They were threatening to, you know, kill Haman, and his crowd was threatening to kill and wipe out the Jewish Empire or the Jewish nation. But she said, for such a reason, I was born. For this cause, I came into the world. You never know what your cause is going to do and how it's going to impact the lives of others. Let me finish by saying this. There's a time and a purpose for everything, Ecclesiastic says. The Bible says there's a time to be born. And sometimes we try to put a, you know, a, a calendar date on that. Well, I was born on this particular date. Have you ever thought that maybe God brought you in the world for such a time as this? Amen. Did you know that you're salt in this world? You're a light to this world? Did you know that you're the reason for Asbury revival? Well, I'm not in Asbury. No, but you've been praying for revival. Amen. You're the reason for such a cause, for such a reason. We are here to preserve the world that God gave us. That's our cause. So you're born for such a time as this. You have a purpose. You're sowing for a purpose. You're reading for a purpose. You're attending church for a purpose. You're changing for a purpose. You're pressing in for this purpose, and you're praying for this purpose. What is the purpose of God that God has for your life? You may not know all of it, but you know what? As you continue to pursue God, you will discover his destiny. Amen? Amen. Somebody say, just because. God has a purpose for your life. He has a cause for your life. And I don't know about you, but I'm determined to fulfill God's cause in my life. Amen. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org or you can download the app. Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time. Remember, you are God's best.